She's Rachel Casey. She's Maddie Weiner. And we're the smartest smartest people people in the room. We have a lot of opinions on film. And we just can't shut up about it. Ain't that the truth? (laughs) (laughs) This is a podcast where we shoot the shit. Just like Emmanuel Lebeski shot the 2003 masterpiece, Cat in the Hat. This week we're discussing... Cyrano, Tammy Faye, The Lost City. Everything Everywhere All at Once Con. So stay tuned. We're on. We're on. (laughs) We're back. And it might be a shorty... Because we don't have a ton to talk about because we're busy, busy gals. We're busy right now. I too busy. Too busy. I mean, I'm trying to think of the movies I've seen recently since the Oscars, which was the last, obviously, show that we did. Episode. I have seen two new movies since the Oscars. Uh, I think I've seen two also. And, well, I saw Cyrano before the Oscars and we never talked about it yes. on the podcast. Yes. But... Well, you mentioned it. You I brought mentioned it, up. it I mentioned that I saw it. And you said that it was. Well, you might have just said that to me. I think I just said it to you off the uh, off the air. Yeah. Um. That uh, Cyrano was kind of a hot ass mess, but I loved it, <laughs> and I would watch it again, <laughs> and yeah. I and I will watch it again. In fact, I've seen two movies since the Oscars. Two new new movies, but total I've only seen one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, which. Two of them I'd seen before, so that's a dismal count for mm. me. I mean, it's been weeks. Yeah, it's rough. It's, it's rough. rough out here. It's rough out here for a couple of working gals. <laughs> Tell well, me we that. watched Thelma and Lu- half of Thelma and half Louise. Of Thelma- I've seen two all thirds, of it. Two thirds. Two thirds. <laughs> um, I'm in the middle of the final third. I also started watching Taxi Driver and didn't finish it. Uh, <laughs> I just keep doing that. Like everything's spread out. Um, I've watched some good stuff. Uh, but you could talk about Cyrano if you want to. No, I mean, there's not much to say about Cyrano other than, you know, I'm just like, I'm a Joe Wright stan. I love Joe Wright's older mm-hmm. work. Um, I, you know, and I just, I have not liked a lot of his more recent work. I thought Doc- Darkest Hour was awful. Um, I It seemed bad. Didn't like it at all. Um, and Cyrano was at least like a little bit of a return to form in the sense of like, at least it was interesting. Like at least yeah. he was, at least he was like, I don't know, taking risks. Um, however, I'm not sure that they all <laughs> paid off, but the music was really good and it made me cry. So, you oh, know. Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's, that's a, there's a, there's, a, very there's a, a nice moment in it. Um, spoiler alert where, uh, they're like singing the song where they're all like all the, they're all like going into a battle where they're all going to die mm-hmm. and they're all singing, they're singing a song about how, um, to like they're all like writing their last letters to their loved ones and it's very moving and i cried in cyrano do you think i would like cyrano who's that whoa whoa we have a a special voice has entered the room irene is here irene has entered the chat (laughs) anyway sorry would i like cyrano yes or no i think you would think cyrano was fine <laughs> Probably won't watch it then. Yeah, I mean, Irene's watched things. You watched since the Oscars. I've watched things. <laughs> We're talking about how we haven't watched anything. Uh, you watched Windfall with me. I did. You watched Everything Everywhere All at Once with me. I did. You also watched Tammy Faye and Tick Tick Boom, right? Yes. Yes, I did. Um, I think my favorite of 
all of those would probably be Tammy Faye. Really? I, I really did like that. Did you like it? <laughs> I mean, liked did it so like much. it so much. I liked Jessica Chastain's performance um, a lot. I didn't think, I didn't love the script, and I thought Andrew Garfield was a little weird in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm a, I, I just thought he was I, a little off. It was not my favorite performance in the movie. It's not necessarily that I think it was the best movie. It was my, just my favorite. Just one the I one enjoyed you enjoyed the, the most. most. Sure, sure. Um, yes, I mean, because of, in part because of Jessica, ugh, but also sorry. I just think that any kind of like Christian, like not that they're Christian fundamentalists, but like tell I think televangelism is so fascinating. And you don't watch the Righteous Gemstones. I'm not, I'm not. Girl, you gotta watch. I yeah, should. I'd watch like the first couple episodes of Righteous Simpsons. I've mixed reviews. You don't listen to me though, because you know I don't like TV. Like, it I, it seemed fine. Really, it's just like I don't even know if it was just you. I, I don't know. There's so many. But I you just, love those guys, don't you? Some of it is Dance funny. Life. The girl, though, not to get off on a tangent in the Righteous Gemstones, I watched like the first three episodes and they were like, the woman is really, really funny. She's really funny. Um, oh my gosh. But the the first, like, honestly, the hour long pilot really, like, kind of turned me off because, like, mm. I don't always love that. That was the one thing about, I think, that really held the Gilded Age back. You were, you know, how you didn't like uh, the pilot. It's because that pilot for the Gilded Age was like an long. hour and 25 minutes long. It felt like two hours. And it was like, too 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 long and all the other righteous gemstones episodes are like 30 to 45 minutes but the first one is like an hour long setting the like basically the premise for the rest of the show well, and it's i don't my, know uh, my brother said about the righteous gemstones that like the funniest and best bit in the whole show happens in like the first three minutes or like the first five minutes of the first episode interesting i don't think that's true i don't know if that's true i like already the first episode i don't know mm-hmm. if you no because i know there's like a song that i never even made it to the episode with the song but it's a freaking hilarious song it's like um running around the house with a pickle in your mouth miss b haven <laughs> it's so funny well, sounds like my kind of song. Yeah, no and i mean the woman is really funny like and she's she so funny that, with her like with her like weak ass little husband like still, like she's always hiding him in, in her house and like <laughs> yeah yeah God, now you're making me want to try it again. But... We should try it. We should try it. Yeah. I would. I would. Um... But yeah. No, Irene liked Tammy Faye so much. She's been watching videos of the real Tammy Faye and singing Tammy the songs. Faye, I just really... Something about her, like, earnest Christian inspirational songs... <laughs> I mean... It really does it for me. Like, it really... Uh, it, it get their earworms. And while it's very cheesy, it's also like, yeah, don't give up. <laughs> you are on the brink of a miracle. <laughs> you know? I just love that's like one of my favorite scenes when she's recording that album and she's like belting. Oh yeah. And the music or like producer is like you're you're an angel. <laughs> you're, you you're a genius. Like you're gonna you're mm-hmm. we're gonna win a Grammy. We're gonna win a Grammy for this. Mm-hmm. Um I loved that. And it is great in the end when she sings, Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of yeah. the Lord. Well, God bless America. <laughs> Hallelujah. Like, oh, yeah. Honestly, like, Jessica Chastain, Tammy Faye, like, the real Tammy Faye, like, actually, like, had, it was untrained, I would say, but, like, she had a good singing voice and yeah. was able to fucking, she was a tiny, she's four foot seven. Did you know that? Four foot seven? Yeah. What? And Jim Baker was, like, five foot. Four. No, I had no idea. I had no idea. A tiny little That's couple. So, so funny because Jessica and Andrew are both like tall people. Yeah. So like they, yeah. they have the same height difference, right. but you would never like right. I just listened to a podcast about Tammy Bay. And uh and uh yeah, she was four foot seven. That's interesting. That's, was it when they the, got married? 
She was 76 pounds. She's eight inches shorter than me. That's wild. That's, I can't fathom. I'm, 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 listeners, I'm very short. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you know this about She's me, a, but uh, full, like foot shorter. That's like than almost me. A, yeah. It's wild. <laughs> wild. wild. Anyway. She's this tiny little lady, and she's got this whole, like, gospel mishmash choir on these stages, and she's just fucking belting. A lot of, I mean, a lot of it's just, like, gospel music, Um, and some of them are her own originals, but, uh, but, yeah, she just had a really powerful voice and just presence, and I... I just, uh, I just love, I like bi- biographical movies about, like, interesting people like yeah. that who have mm-hmm. kind of a controversial... You like weird little outsiders. I do. I do. I do. But that's, like, I think that's, like, that's why I thought it was really interesting. That's why I'm totally okay with Jessica winning for this performance, because even though it's not, like, a great movie, necessarily, she does give a, a, a very, very good performance in it, and she also, like cared so much mm-hmm. about it like that's the thing is like you can tell like how much like compassion mm-hmm. that that jessica chastain really had for tammy faye like she like relates to her and i wish that more women got the opportunity to do that because we know that men get the opportunity to do that to be like oh these like great you know flawed men of history right and women are never allowed to like be to choose flawed women in history and be like I really think this person's interesting, even though they were flawed and did bad things. I think that yeah. we should still explore this person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, you know, we're just not allowed to have bad women in our media. You know and how I so, feel about bad women. You know how I feel I about bad women. I think what's interesting, Love though, them. because, well, I mean, I think probably with most, like, quote, bad women or bad, bad people, like, they, Tammy Faye was, you know, did she know where all the money was coming from? She probably had an idea something was fucking up. But, she genuinely wanted to use Christianity as a way to spread love and joy and compassion. And, you know, she did some pretty, uh, she did some pretty radical shit. She did. In her day, bringing a, bringing in, uh, you know. The AIDS. Yeah. 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 On her show and Mm -hmm. talking about penis pumps and. That's right. about that. Standing up to the, like the like early days of like she was like around the people that like created the GOP as we know it now. Know. You know it's true. I mean? it's and crazy. she was like I don't like, was, like, I don't like gay that people guy. are fine. <laughs> like, yeah. you know? like, yeah. She pushed back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would argue that she is a bad woman in the in the way that I like to think of it because, you know, the fact that she didn't know or claims not to have known where all the money came from. It's like this woman doesn't know and has no control over her domestic sphere, the place where the woman is supposed to be mm. and in charge of. How, and she, that, makes, that makes her stupid and bad. How mm-hmm. dare she be stupid and bad? She's failing at being a woman. That's the kind of thing I, yeah. you know, yeah. love. Yeah. But I do failing think, at being a woman. I do think <sighs> that we can't say that she wasn't ambitious because, I mean, I think it was clear no. that, she was, oh, yeah. that she was ambitious and well, that she was willing to do things that weren't necessarily, let's say, quote unquote, morally correct in order to achieve that ambition. Morally yeah. pure. But who amongst us hasn't? Tell me yeah, that. but like she, she also grew up like dirt poor mm-hmm. and like shunned by her family. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, if she got a taste of what it would be like to like have nice things and be able to drink diet coke every day yeah yeah 
<laughs> All the girls are here. There's an extra special guest on the show. <gasps> what? Yayoi, what do you think about Tammy Faye Baker? What do you think, Yayoi? <laughs> she is she is quite literally speechless. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say no thoughts head empty, but <laughs> in the in the in the face of Jessica Chastain's powerhouse yeah. performance, she is speechless. Mm-hmm. Um but anyways, yeah, tell me why five. were you so uh, surprised that my that was my favorite of, of the those four? Movies? I'm not surprised that that was. Did I say that? You were like interesting. Oh, I just did think it was interesting. I, I wasn't necessarily surprised. I just thought that was oh. an interesting choice. Um, yeah, we watched Windfall. Um, let's see. That was very good. Everything I, everywhere. I did, I did like it was surprisingly that. good. Surprisingly good. You know, for for one of these little pandemic movies, these little intimate things mm. where the one location, yeah. very very small cast, you know, low budget, presumably. It was. It was. You know, I was intrigued from start to finish. I was like, "What's going to happen? What is going to happen?" Mm-hmm. Which is all you can really ask from a screenplay yeah. is that it keeps you asking what's going to happen or guessing what's going to happen um the, the performances were good jason siegel doing a little bit more yeah. than he's typically asked to do um jesse <laughs> clemens hive assemble usual. yeah mm. uh, we love him it's great because like the last thing i saw him in i think was uh power of the dog where he plays such a a sweet oh. kindly bookish man i'm just so happy and he plays like basically the polar opposite yeah in windfall mm-hmm. he fucking nails what? it mm-hmm. what a what a legend what he's a, so the great the great actor one of the great a- actors i think for killers of the absolute man, legend to just put him on the map yeah just show everyone him and lily gladstone yeah Lily. Gladstone. i'm ready for her she's gotta yes, she's gonna have a moment very mm-hmm. good um Margaret Qualley in the in the Claire Denis, right? So mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm excited uh, for Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Yeah, Joel. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited for uh, Margaret Qualley. That's another actress that Mr. I think Taylor is like Taylor Swift's boyfriend. Another <laughs> <laughs> that'd, that'd be funny. Another actress that I think is very good that I think is poised. She's for a so breakout. good. She was so good in the leftovers she was so good in the leftovers she was very good in once upon a time Uh in hollywood she was in that uh show on netflix that she might get nominated for an emmy for we'll see what show a limited series called made oh yeah with her mom with andy mcdowell with her mom so cool um um sorry for being unprofessional not having my phone on no it's okay the other movie i saw was the lost city and people let me tell you in my 7 p.m. Tuesday screening of The Lost City. Oh, that's what you saw with Deanna? Yeah. Uh, t- two people were laying on top of one another <laughs> in a single reclining seat. <laughs> like, tweeted not, that. not like side by side, like one on top of the other. Yes. In were they single, making out? No, they were just laying on top of each other, <laughs> looking at their phones, like, before the movie. Oh. And then um, when the movie was over, they were still laying on top of one another. <laughs> so, there you go. But, uh, you know, that was, I was like, wow, the movies are back. <laughs> but how was it? Oh, it was fun. It was, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't good. But I it know. It was fun. It was As I really told Irene, fun. Demi Adetjuwebe punched up the script, I know, so. It's like, there were definitely some moments where I was like, that's pretty funny, and then there were, you know, I mean, but mostly it's, like, pretty, like, mid-budget, but, like, yeah. I just, I honestly just miss that. Like, I miss going to the theater 
seeing a mid-budget movie that is, like, entertaining that I'm not, like, sitting there the whole time, like, God, this is bad, or this is awful. I'm just sitting there, and I'm like, I'm entertained. Mm -hmm. I am, like, I'm entertained. It is $5 Tuesday, and I'm entertained. Mm -hmm. And I'm not gonna remember this movie in a year and a half, but it's okay, because for this out in 90 minutes because it was a tight 90. Mm, <laughs> yeah. Oh, you love to see it. I was entertained. And Channing Tatum and Sandra Bullock are both so good. They're both such great actors. Um, I, I, I just... You know I love Channing Tatum so much as an actor. I'm not even really, like, as much on the, like, Channing Tatum hot train. He can be hot, but he's I don't think right. he's, like, the he's hottest really person ever, like some people do. Which is I, just he does bonkers to me, me yeah, that like, people think that. What? That he's the hottest person ever. That's insane. Like, he me. is hot in Magic Mike when he is dancing but he's, like you know he's almost in magic mike he's almost like he, what am i what am i trying to say here it's like a, it's like a, a, a an angel has come and it's so foreign looking that you're odd <laughs> you're like <gasps> but it's i'm not like my i'm not like oh my god like like fanning myself i'm like this 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 powerful presence is is doing things to you know it's just not even the same thing but it's still even like ah god he's so he's so good he's he's a very very good actor and a part of what makes him a really good actor is that he like knows how to use his body to act like he i dancers make great actors like he fact he's you know he's a good dancer and he like he just like he knows he knows how to move his body in like the right way and like to to make like a character like sellable because you know in the movie it like flips the trope around or whatever like he's the like damsel in distress Mm. and sandra bullock is the like more competent one and the only the only way that that's like pulled off is because he is good at using his body of like being like a lovable oaf um but you know i had a i had a good time it was a little you know it was silly and it was a little silly adventure movie and I liked it. Mm-hmm. We were trying to uh, figure out th- there was like a jungle movie that was out, but well, it the Lost jungle Cruise. City. No, the Lost City is in a jungle. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. Yeah. I see, I see. I thought it had jungle in the title. No, yes. it's called the Lost City because like she's she's like a a romance novelist, um, and Channing Tatum is like the person, like the guy who like poses on the cover of her romance novels, mm. and. She, her, she was, like, married to an archaeologist, and her husband died, and she's been, like, sad about it, and, um... <laughs> as and, one would be. Yes, as one would be, and then she gets kidnapped by Dana Radcliffe. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> he played a good, oh. he played a good fun villain. It but, was, it was fun. Do, I think that the thing, the thing about all three of them is they really commit, you yeah. know, and they'll do whatever you want. And I'm Daniel Radcliffe, Swiss Army Man, he played a dead body, you know? And I'll I'm do just, whatever. Like, I've always been a, a big a big Sandy fan, even mm-hmm. like, you know, I mean, I think the Oscar for The Blind Side is not, is unfortunate. <laughs> it's unfortunate that that's what her Oscar is for. But I, when I was a kid, I really loved, like, Miss Congeniality. I love those movies. I don't think I've ever watched that. I've never watched I loved yet. those movies when I was I a kid. You know, I think the only Sandra Bullock movie that I, like, recall watching is While You Were Sleeping. And then I was going to say, I also loved While You Were Sleeping. <laughs> You really? Yeah, when I was a kid, and um, so now I still like like it for like nostalgic purposes. Uh, Irene, Practical Magic. Hello. Oh, that's right. The iconic Speed. Come on, people. I've never well, seen, I speed. seen Speed. You haven't seen Speed. I haven't seen Sandra Keanu. I haven't seen very many Sandra Bullock movies generally, but uh, Practical Magic, reason, fabulous. Like, I feel like the reason I haven't seen that many is because she tends to be in like action comedies a mm-hmm. lot, mm-hmm. um, which is not really my thing. 
She was in uh, Paul Feig's The Heat, too, yes. with Melissa McCarthy. Yes. Very funny movie. So, anyways, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time. Good. Yes, Irene not Please liking make many more like action it. movies is a good transition <laughs> into everything yeah. everywhere all at once. But first, we have to take a short break. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> okay, we're back. Um, everything everywhere, everything everywhere, all at once is too long of a title. Oh, but it's fun. It's fun. Uh, e. The thing with it though is that it it makes me think it's one of those movies like extremely loud and incredibly, <laughs> incredibly close. close. Yeah. Well, in the, uh, in the, it's got it's got kind of a John Green vibe. Yeah. In the defense in the defense is misleading of what the actual movie is about. In the defense of uh, extremely loud and incredibly close that is a you know it's a book title. So I'll, right, for, I'll right. forgive the movie for well, that. Well that's the one, thing. Like but... I think that's what I mean saying it sounds like it's adapted from like one of these books mm-hmm. that's like a relatively current contemporary book. But anyway. Um you saw it like two weeks ago? A week ago? Yeah. Week and a half? Week and a week ago, yeah. We saw it on Half Price Movie Tuesday at Baxter. Five Dollar Tuesday. Five Dollar Tuesday with Spencer. Um, I really liked it. Did... I really liked it. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say I loved it. Yeah, I, 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 I think I also really liked it. I really liked it. it. I don't think I, I don't think I'm like effusive is what I'm saying. Like, yeah. I do think it was very, very, very good and it will probably end up being Maybe one of my favorite movies of the year, but we'll see. But like, I didn't, I don't, yes. I don't know. I didn't walk out like I've also like, I don't know. I've just also been in a weird place like in my life <laughs> and me mentally, and like I was having a hard time oh, focusing during the movie, and it was no like fault of the movies, mm-hmm. but like, well, so, no, I mean, I think that I also had trouble focusing, but and I think for me it was, uh, uh yes, I don't typically like action movies, uh, not because I think that they're. Be- inherently bad i'm not being snobby i, didn't I just make find you, I didn't no no, no. Too i just want to clear oh. anyone anyone listening but because no everybody I, likes everything i just find i don't like horror movies i, I, I mean that's not i know. just action, i don't like sports movies even if a, a, a like all the like choreography all the fight choreography in that movie amazing i it's lost on me it's really it's wasted on me mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. i don't it does that does not engage right. me as a viewer what engages me as a viewer is emotional like human interests you know like that kind of thing Mm -hmm. like i told maddie after we saw it i was like i would have been happy to just see them struggle to keep their business afloat (laughs) like that i would have been down yeah (laughs) for just that Mm -hmm. but no i mean i thought it was like you know extremely original extremely um just i just love how fun it is very Mm -hmm. fun so Um, fun I thought it was but also funny. really smart. It's it is very funny. Like the main um, actress is uh, what's her name? Michelle Yeoh. Michelle Yeoh. She was phenomenal. God, she's so she was so good. good. So I the all three of the leads. Yeah. Were yeah. so good. Kate Kwee Kwan was also so. And good. it made me really happy because Stephanie Sue is. Um, you love her because of Maisel. Because she's in the Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. When I mm. shower pop, I really I thought she was like the best thing on the last two seasons of The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which have, you know, gone downhill. But, of course. um, But I have kept watching. Um, (laughs) But she has been, like, literally the bright spot, and she was in the movie, and I was like, (gasps) and she's she's very good in it. And I was like, yes! Mm -hmm. Go, girl! Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think it just was 
too, like, there was too much, I think the, like, back and forth and back and forth, I think the anxiety Spencer was speaking of was that it's just so, like, almost, I keep, it reminds me of Uncut Gems and the pacing, where it's, like, very just, like, frantic and, like, you know, you know, and then the world shifting and stuff. It, it was very cool, like this as a storytelling device. But for me, I think um, took me out of it because it happened so many times, and then I, I just was like, I don't know. I, I guess I just want like a more of a, more of a, a chill story. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's understandable. I mean, I thought it was actually. I, I was, a, I was a person who liked who liked, not really liked, and not loved Swiss Army Man. Mm-hmm. I thought there were some nice moments in it, some really, really nice moments in it. And then some of it, like, was not for me. The, like, you know, the Daniel Radcliffe farting across the ocean. Like, really, it was like, that wasn't for me. Like I did not really like the hot dog finger world in... I didn't... I thought... Okay. The 2001 bit... Oh, yeah. Killed me. I was rolling, but they, then they kept bringing it back. And the thing that I didn't like about the hot dogs was the condiment stuff, like the condiments <laughs> in the mouth. It's gross. Yeah. We all know I have a thing about sauces and it's a mouthfeel thing. So to see the sauces literally all over their mouths, I was like, I'm disgusted. <laughs> like, I have to look well, away. Also, I, I had mentioned the whole, like the, the butt plug. That was portal. dumb. I have to agree with you there. I don't, it's not even that it was dumb. It's just like. I think it was dumb. It's just, I, another movie that I have compared it to is Scott Pilgrim versus the world in just that it's like so like, it's a little, you know, it's definitely referencing Kung Fu, but it's also in this like weird crafted world, like stylized world. And some of the jokes were just too silly for for my personal taste. Mm -hmm. And just like going back and forth between I don't know I just it just uh, there were it, see I disag- I disagreed with that with that point as far as compared to Swiss Army Man because like that's what I was trying to say is I didn't love Swiss Army Man because a lot of the like silly bits took me out of Swiss Army Man whereas in this one none of the silly like jokes and really like ridiculous things took me out of like the emotional uh like mm. you know uh anchor anchor yeah of the film like that i i thought it flowed a lot better and i thought it had for me personally a much better balance between the comedy and the like emotional Mm storyline i never was like i never was like oh that was like that joke was like silly and now you know you you know how you feel where like something happens and you're like "Mm." well i think you're right about that but I'm not there. Most of the jokes that were silly, I felt meshed. Yeah. But there, yeah, there were just a couple where I was like, okay. The silliness that I, I, it's not that I don't like silliness. It's not that I don't like silly humor at all. I just like it when it's more of a subtle, a subtle silly. Like there's a sight gag that the, um, (laughs) Jamie Lee Curtis's character is named Deirdre Bobeirdre. Yeah. That you see because of the sign on her desk. But it's like, I wouldn't have noticed that if Maddie hadn't pointed it out to me. They don't, no one like, ever calls her I fucking that. loved that. That was my favorite, probably my favorite joke. Yeah. You know, that her, just that, that's her name. Like these fucking crazy, I love that she's like an IRS lady and her name is this ridiculous <laughs> yeah. name. Like I love when people, I love when writers do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And but it, I, so I guess sight gags aren't su- like, 
like prop almost like prop com- like I think the I think the hot dog fingers to me was like very like prop comedy almost yeah and I w- wasn't into it but and the reason I did like I did like that they had to get good at their using their feet the reason I that I that thought like the reason that I like the hot dog thing didn't bother me because of course like for it when it first popped up on screen I was like what the fuck like this is this is so silly but then like it didn't bother me because of the way that Michelle Yeoh's character like played through it like the way that she was like you know, a couple, you know, there's the one scene where she says something and she's like, she's like, can I go back to the hot dog, like, finger world or yeah. whatever? And, and then, like, you know, later on when she's giving the, you know, big speech and she's like, you know, it doesn't matter what world we're in, we can have hot dog fingers and still, like, you know, yeah. it, I think it was the fact of, like, of, like, her character taking it so seriously mm-hmm. and not, and, like, her, like, accepting the ridiculousness of the concept and still, like, finding a way to, like, integrate that into her worldview. Yeah. Um, in, like, a, in, like, a serious manner, but also accepting the, like, the, accepting the silliness of mm-hmm. it that made me, like, feel a lot better about it as, com- as compared to, like, Swiss Army Man, you know, when he's, when he's, when he's, like, farting through the water, and it's just, like, that's it, that's the gag, and there's, like, you know, there's nothing else, like, (laughs) to, like, you know, back, like, yeah. Well, that, with that, I, I almost, I like that, though, because they're both so excited about how, how it's working, and they're, like, we're gonna be, we're gonna make it, like, it's just, I think they're also very, like, sincere about it, too, the characters, Mm -hmm. but the other thing with the hot dog fingers, though, is, like, to be totally honest, they could have cut almost all of the hot dog finger stuff and then the movie would have been a little bit shorter i and it would have been fine i I did feel that it was a bit too long it's a bit long like i kept kind of they put so much in it it had to be long that's true it was very it was very uh jam-packed it was a very maximalist movie yeah and i sometimes really like that i tend to be maximalist in my tastes but I think in this case, for me, it was just overwhelming. It was like sensory overload, I mm-hmm. think. But I, I think I would like to talk about the fact of like that of like let, let's let's just like let's take a minute and, and talk about how like what like how that maximalism is, I think what is making so many people love this movie. Mm-hmm. And it's because I think the movie is such a reflection of like, of of the our generation no i was gonna say of our generation yeah and, for sure of uh, like and i i hate to sound like a like i'm over here like on the fucking daily but, but like <laughs> but like you know I, it's just like i i do think that that is why so many yeah. people seem to be responding to it so positively online because a lot of yeah. the people that we follow and know and respect online um who have been really into this have been are people that are millennials, people who are younger Gen X or, um, you know, people that have sort of that experience where our worlds and the society that we live in is very maximalist. Mm -hmm. Like there is, there is, you know, everything everywhere all All at once. It's like that Bo Burnham internet internet song. Yeah. 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 It it is. And no, and I, it's, that's the thing is like, I know that what I dislike is the point. Right. But I just, it just, it just made it hard to watch for me. Sure. Which, I completely again, understand. Yeah. But, um, but no, I mean, like, in the beginning, like, well, of course, you know, I, I do, I did love, did and do love that this movie was, like, made to come out in tax season, because I, uh, 
had just, you know, like, in the first scene, she's, like, ooh, like, you know, going yeah. over her over her seats, and I was, like, good lord, that was, was very, <laughs> cathar- very cathartic, and, uh, and just when she's, like, running around, and, like, you know, her daughter is, like, trying to get her to, I forget, uh, get, say, I don't know, get, allow, invite Becky to the something, I don't know. Something about her girlfriend. Yeah. And, uh, and she's like, I don't have time. Let's do it another time. And her, her daughter's like, it's always like this. You're always like this. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it hit home uh, for sure. And I do I do also think a lot about, like, alternative uh, futures where you I, do. I, you know, she made a different choice somewhere back down the line. And, and I there's, a, there's an alternate reality where I'm living a, a quote better life or whatever and when when she finds out that she's living her worst self yeah self, it was very like and but it's almost like a good thing it's like, yeah you, there's only you can only <laughs> you have the most potential now. you have the most poten- it's it's wide open your possibilities are wide open that i i did really like that like, I, that sentiment, was... and that's something that's not expressed a lot in art yeah. <laughs> or any anything yeah I heard, that was like my favorite my favorite part of this movie was the like anti-nihilism sentiment in it of yeah. like of like there is a point to like living like that you know even though it's like nothing matters therefore everything matters yeah you know like, and it's just like you're like it's it's trying i felt like it was saying to me like i know that you are overwhelmed and that there you know and that you feel like everything is happening all at once or that you have to be doing everything everywhere all at once and that you have to be all of these things and you have to try to be the best version of yourself and if you don't do those things then there's no point in living and the movie was saying that's not true it is okay like you know Mm -hmm. you can you can you can just you can just live like the version of your life that you are living and, 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 and that's, and that's fine. And you can live it and you can be happy. Yeah. Living I feel it. like, like it's yeah. kind of like a, definitely a critique of like the optimization of oh, absolutely. Yeah. you know, like self, like self-improvement and in every different way. And like our obsession with like goals and resolutions and, um, I don't know, just Reminds me a lot of uh, 4,000 Weeks, mm, yeah. Time Management for yeah. Mortals. Definitely, it's, it, you know, the messaging of, of this movie really res- resonated with me. Mm-hmm. I agree. Though I, yeah, didn't, wasn't, did, wasn't able to stay engaged the whole time. <clears throat> I just, I, I am like a person who, I, tr- I really try to not be nihilistic. Like, I live, I live my life like trying to fight against it. I I don't think I'm a very nihilistic person and so I whenever I like talk to other people that are or listen to other nihilistic sentiments, I'm like very always like pushing back against that and I know. So it was like <laughs> Yeah, um, it's refreshing. It's refreshing to have someone else say, Yes, it's true and not like, you know, there is a point. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I feel like the movie was being actually nihilistic in the actual original definition of the philosophy whereas nihilism has been co-opted by these like edgy like like edgelord guys on the internet who are like nothing matters you know incels or whoever and i think the movie kind of presents it that way initially with chupo chupaki or whatever the fuck her name is yeah like nothing matters so i'm gonna destroy everything but then michelle yo is enlightened beyond that where she's like 
initially she's like, you're right. Nothing matters. Then she's like, "Mm, but actually nothing matters. So we get to decide what matters. And I'm deciding right now that I would rather be in this universe, this shitty universe with you, my daughter, than anywhere else. Yeah. You know? No, I mean, I, I like, I, I like 100% agree. Yeah. Cause I think it's, I think that's exactly it because it's like, you have to, you always have to make the conscious choice. I mean, right. I, I think about like climate change and I'm like, I, I am fully aware and I know that like these bad things are coming and that there's nothing that we can do about it to, you know, stop the world from burning. But I'm like, I have to make the conscious decision to right. like not to like not have mm-hmm. that be not like my focus in your life not right. let that ruin my life right like and it is I'm like so if i'm gonna hard. die in 20 years i don't want to spend those 20 years thinking about how i'm gonna die <laughs> it really is it really does work as an allegory for the internet in a lot of ways because being able to access all this information like being plugged into every multiverse simultaneously is crushing sometimes it is like it is like paralyzing and you really do just have to be like, well, I'm going to keep going <laughs> forward. I mean, that's, I mean, that's what I found in, in, like, in recent weeks, especially, is just, like, you know, with some of the, like, news of the world, which I used to be so much more attuned to, I've just had to be like, what am I going to do about it? I know. I like, mean, you know, I've had to be like, I can't, I can't let this, like, bog me down because, like, I, I just, I can't spend extra, like, thought power on this because I have to spend thought power on something else. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And it, it, it can feel, like, bad to do that, but it, it's like, it feels way worse to be consumed with all of the horrible current events, so I would rather the guilt feel- I, the, the guilt that I feel from not- keeping up with the news like I used to is much more manageable for me than the crushing depression I feel when I read the news regularly. Drop in here the audio from Safe of that guy being like, I have a confession to make. <laughs> I'm no longer reading the news or whatever he says. Yeah. I just true. rewatched Safe with commentary recently. It's true. Um, Safe is my favorite movie. And then when I do, you know, see horrible things, it's just kind of like, you know it sucks but i mean i've i do think i've become like desensitized to they're just like i just it's just compounded and compounded and compounded uh, without any sign of stopping Mm -hmm. there are (laughs) so many things in the news that we cannot do anything about and there are things that we can do things about and that it, it seems like we can't but we actually can but i cannot do anything about ukraine I can't. I cannot do anything about that. So I'm not going to like all. I'm not going to like sit here and worry about uh, like the details. Right. Like I'm I'm happy to know about it, but like I'm not going to sit here and like pour over like mm-hmm. the Russians are moving in on Kharkiv. I'm like I can't, I can't. Like just, <laughs> like, like oh all all right, right. All right. I guess well, my country will do what it does. Right. Like, you, know, like, you know, I'm like I can't. Like what can I do? Like like <laughs> we're it's happening. We're in it. If there's a nuclear war, I'm going to be at my house. You know? <laughs> like, what are we... Like, there's yeah. nothing to, to be done in that sense. So, yeah, yo's back. Yeah, yo's. Oh, the baby. But anyway, everything, everywhere, all at once. Yeah, um, do you have any thoughts on Ukraine? <laughs> I uh, wanted to say the, every, the costumes of everything, everywhere, yes. all at once. Oh. So- 
amazing especially the villain yes yes wow um and then the action sequences were beautiful amazing yeah. um all the performances were really good yeah the, it was it was like it'll definitely be it'll definitely be in my top 25 it'll it could be in my top 10 i don't think it's going to be we'll see we'll in just my we'll have to see where the there's some other things that are coming out that are really more my stees you know um and that's like fine but like it's interesting to me that so many people are like this is one of my favorite movies i've ever seen in my entire life i'm like wow that's great not me but that's just because it's just not yeah fully my kind of thing i was i was i was being more quiet because i was looking for the name of this book that i couldn't remember that i read last year that this movie really reminded me of that is about the internet it's called no one is talking about this by patricia lockwood Mm. and it's very uh very is in the very like similar vein it's told from a point of view of like a woman who um has who like had one i've heard of this who had like one viral tweet um and it's told from like a really like a it's it's hard to describe the way that it is um told but it's like very much you know she doesn't say it specifically she uses like metaphorical language um to describe like being on the internet and being consumed by by it and it just is interesting and I really, even though, like, the scenes were in the trailer, I really liked the, um, the edits of just, um, her face, like, in all of the, the match, the match edits. Yeah. Um, because that's what it feels like. I felt like that was such a great representation of what it feels like sometimes in, mm-hmm. like, my own head of just, like, things, like, flashing by all, like, all of these different, like, possibilities, like you were saying, Irene, like, all of these different things that I could do or that I could have done, like, constantly, like, <laughs> she's biting my... coming after me. It's I was <laughs> my weights. That's really funny. <laughs> I was just trying to get her collar off. Um, but, no, I think you're, going back to what you were saying, Maddie, like, I, I do think that that is the reason that so many people think it's the the best movie they've ever seen. I think it has to do with, like, the, the generational aspect. Yeah. And then, it is really well made. It is super, super well like, made. Like, it is. Yeah. The editing is... <laughs> incredible when the editor came um, up on the credits i was like he did a great job yeah, <laughs> in the, the editing theater. is yeah like incredible yes. and the acting is so good mm-hmm. and the direction is very very like, good. It's, all like very excellent i mean film. this this is a movie that was directed you know and and Absolutely. it's and and the Dan- daniels they 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 have a vision and they enact that vision, you know? They really and this do. this is all we can ask for That's from directors. Really that is for. the point. Yeah. Like, that is all we can ask mm-hmm. for. But um, I really liked it. And I, and I do think, I've seen a lot of people say, you know, like, this is going to be a really influential movie for, for years to come. And I think that's true. Yeah, probably. Um, I, think yeah. I think it's going to have a lot of influence on younger filmmakers. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely of the times. Yeah. And, yeah. And I think it's one of those movies where, like Scott Pilgrim, like when we all saw Scott Pilgrim when we were teenagers and we were like, holy shit, Mm -hmm. movies. See, I did not like Scott Pilgrim as a teenager. See, (laughs) I read the comics, so I I did. I I like Scott Pilgrim as a teenager. I don't love it now. Yeah, (laughs) um, the comics are better. But uh, No offense, Ed Gray. (laughs) But, uh, I mean, you know, I just don't love Edgar Wright generally. Yeah. But, uh, 
I mean, I wish I loved it. I wish I liked it more. Mm. I like Baby Driver a lot, but um... I like other I like other Edgar Wright movies. Mm-hmm. I just Scott Pilgrim is too video game culturey for me. We should watch. It's a um, bit too like um, the one for me. Which like, the one that just came out. Yeah, that's a good description. Yeah, we should watch Last Night in Soho around Halloween time. I'll watch it. I, I mean, I want to see it. I mean, oh, I, yeah, I wanted to see that. So. I it's like a fun little spooky, little spooky fun get fun one. Yeah. But, I mean, so I think it's just a movie like that where it's, like, you see something when you're, like, if I was 16 and I saw that movie, Everything Everywhere All at Once, I'd be like, damn. Mm -hmm. Oh, absolutely. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, I'd be like, oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, and, like, I'm a a slow cinema ass bitch, so it was never gonna be, you know, top, top. Of the t- of the charts for me, like and I'm and I'm not really like I I do like slow cinema, but like I not like as slow as Maddie likes it. Yeah, I like <laughs> I do I like I I can get behind some pace. Like That's I had fun it in my has a pace. It's just a slow. Pace. I had I had fun in my uh, ninety minute. Uh, I like a fast one too. Adventure movie. I mean, Uncut Gems. My God, like. I loved it. Did you see that the Safties and Adam Sandler are doing something else? Did you see that Timothy Chalamet like approached the Safties because he wanted to be in one of their movies? That's cute. I love <laughs> that. Did he say yes? I I don't I didn't uh, I I only I, saw the headline. I don't I didn't know. Click he on doesn't really seem like a Safty. Who knows though? They Saf- they have Saf- a. Vi- <laughs> I'm cut it out. Cut excited. It out. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited for Timothy Chalamet to. Um, Go, th- go get through his like uh blockbuster phase yeah me too um and go back to um i have loved you for yeah the call me by your name to michelle may which i truly think is one of the is best performances of the decade i'm gonna be he's honest. so good in that. he's yeah. so good in that movie yeah. like and again a lot of or the reason that he's so good is his like physicality in that movie mm-hmm, yeah mm-hmm. um but he's yeah it's just he's phenomenal mm-hmm. and i would like to see him go back to that that acting yes he was so hot without that shirt on, though, at the Oscars, I gotta say. Yeah, that's true. I'm not really a big Timmy fan, but he was looking hot. He was looking good. Um, real quick, before we have to wrap up, let's slip in a little bit of con discussion. Bummed that the Lynch rumors were just rumors, but I had a feeling. Like, I was like, really? I don't know. A surprise release doesn't really seem like his style, although I guess he did do that short film. Yeah, I mean, but I kind of, like... I believed it when it was rumored, but then when he was like, it's not true, I was like, oh, it's not true. Like, I knew, mm-hmm. I know that he wouldn't go on the record really and lie. Like style. Like a Beyonce Right? Drop. That's like, what I'm saying. He did know. do a surprise drop of a short film a couple of years ago, but that was like a, a lark. I mean, it was a short film about a monkey. Like, it was not... It didn't have oh, Laura yeah, Dern remember, in it, the, you know, which monkey, is what the rumor the was. Jack yeah. Zach loved that movie. <laughs> that short film. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. But um, excited for Claire Denis. Excited for Kelly Riker. Very excited for Crimes of the Future. Very excited for Crimes of the Future. Excited for the Crimes of, crimes of the Future. Excited for... Um, I don't know if you're going to be able to watch Crimes of the Future, babe. I know. We're going to find out. That, uh, that we're seeing at the speed. The, uh, Memoria. Memoria. Yes, we're all going to see Memoria. I'll be... F- I think... I mean... I don't think I will have issues with crimes in the future. Did you watch the trailer? No, I haven't watched the trailer. It's like all body horror. Body horror doesn't bother me. Oh. Vomiting bothers me. Gotcha. Um, it's not. I. I. The thing that I don't like in horror is not body horror. It's like gore. That's what I don't really like. Mm. Um, well, Cronenberg has that too, though. Yeah, I mean that's true. Uh, but. but it's it. It looks like it's gonna be more body horror because it, the whole thing of it is that like 
human evolution there's this like new disease called accelerated evolution syndrome where like the human body is like being just weird and like Viggo Mortensen is a performance artist because he grows organs oh yeah all the time like there's a part where he's got like ears on his head we all have ears on our heads. I mean, yeah, I know. <laughs> top I know of your head, <laughs> more ears. Um, and I don't really know. I mean, Leia Seydoux, I think, is playing his girlfriend. I don't really know what Kristen Stewart's role is. But she looks a little dressed down. Mm-hmm. So I'm like a little, I'm like, okay, all right. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued. David, what have you got for us? Um, Excited for the uh, uh, Parchan Wook. Oh, um, yes, yes. Yeah, but, you know, once again, I mean, I did say in our initial tweet, like, or in our initial text that, like, finally, you know, some women in competition, but still only two. No, there was more than two. Was there? Yeah, there was someone else. I think maybe two more people. In competition? Uh, yeah, there was, um... I know there were a lot in certain regard. Uh, certain regard. That's bad. Um, don't listen <laughs> to me. <laughs> I'm gonna keep pronouncing it like I don't um... know French, which is the truth. <laughs> So I'm going to say uncertain regard. Yeah, Valeria Bruni Tedeschi. Uh, I saw that name and I was not familiar with it and I was not sure uh, whether they were a woman or not. I think Valeria. That's like Valerian root. I'm into that. Mm-hmm. Um, we've also got Ru- new Ruben Ostland with Anders. Danielson Lee. Danielson Lee. <laughs> Our boy. Oh. oh, yeah, you always got a little handkerchief on. She got, her, she got the yo on. She got oh. the yo on. She got the yo on. Oh. Um, oh, my goodness. She's got the yo on. Look at her. And then um, I am very interested in the James Gray. I know you don't love. That's not true. I just didn't love Ad Astra. Oh, okay. I loved The Lost City of Z. Oh, okay. I never saw that one. I loved it. But this Armageddon time movie i've like had my eye on it for a while because it was announced a long time ago that he was working on it i like i totally respect james gray i was really excited for ad astra and it just like it did not work for me yeah but Lost i really City liked Z, i really liked i liked ad astra because it had religious overtones and i liked those it did but i, I just didn't think that the plot i really like religious overtones it doesn't always have to make sense, Rachel. It's mm, like a dream. Yeah, sometimes it has. Sometimes it has to make a little more sense. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes there can just be space chimps, and it's fine, or whatever the hell they were. Space. That's not what I was talking about. I was talking more about like how he, uh, like how the like the like storyline behind his father, and then him like going to find his father didn't really make a lot of sense. But, um. Anyways, that's the patriarchy, literally. Anyways, so. <laughs> Riley Keough's surprise. Uh, hmm? I said Riley Keough's a surprise, surprise film. Riley Keough co-directed a movie that's going to premiere at Cannes. Yeah. Love her. I love her. I love, love her. Too. her. Um, and then the George Miller movie. No. Did you have you seen Logan Lucky? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, just making yeah. sure. Yeah, I love her. I re I rewatched that recently. That of course, movie because I love it. Rules. And it does. That movie does rule, and she rules in it. Yeah, she's and Channing Tatum rules in it, and Adam Driver and, and Adam Driver rules in it. What's his name? James uh, Bond. Uh, Daniel Craig. Daniel Craig. And Jack. Jack. I always forget that Jack Quaid's in that movie. Oh so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what a good movie. Yeah, yo, you're being so cute right now. Written by Steven Soderbergh's Damn wife. It. I didn't know you that. Didn't know that. No. Indeed. Amazing. But yeah, I don't have anything else. 
that's it that's it for now We're that's gonna all go folks hang out gonna hang out um a couple weekends well after we record probably see uh the unbearable weight of massive talent i'm dying for the northmen and the northmen dying same weekend. for they it. come out on the same weekend. i'll be seeing the northmen i I'll want be seeing to see <laughs> i want to see vikings my people i have i my opinion on robert eggers is well known uh at least I think it is. I don't know your opinion on oh. Robert Eggers. <laughs> it's that I like his movies. I don't think he's like the second coming of God, like some people do. Oh, no. Um, I just I really like his attention to detail. And, and as a horror movie lover, I love Robert Eggers. I love him. He, there's there's the big three. I would say there's Robert Eggers, there's Ari Aster, and there's Jordan Peele. They're the three modern horror. Not no Alex Garland. You don't think? I think Alex Garland's are more thrillers than horrors. Annihilation's yeah. pretty. I it's kind of horror. I don't like horror movies, and so if something is like Men is going to be a horror movie. Yeah, that looks like more of a horror movie. That I'm yeah. excited for. So that excited, for but that it still horror. looks like a. It has thriller. I I think Annihilation is a thriller. I'm going on record right now to say Men is going to have some pagan ass shit in it. Okay, I don't know if. I love Alex Garland. It's going to be religious. It's going to be horror. That's all I want from a horror movie. And it's going to be multiple religions, Christian and pagan. You can tell. You can tell. You can tell. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited about men. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> We're wrapping up. We're wrapping it up. Let's so, wrap it up. Wrap, wrap, wrap. Good night. Go to the theater. Yeah, go, to th- go see everything everywhere all at once. It's good. Or the Lost City. <laughs> Thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at SmartestPPLPod, SmartestPeoplePod, and you can get in touch with us at SmartestPeoplePod at gmail.com. Please subscribe in whatever podcast app you like, and please tell a friend. Our theme music and interstitial music is by Scott Boyce, and he can be found on Instagram as at Scoogle, S-C-0-0-G-L-E. This is Maddie Weiner. This is Rachel Casey. Reminding you that we're the smartest people in the room. And go to the movies. Go to the theater. It must be nice to always believe you know better. To always think you're the smartest person in the room.